Welcome to the station. You're on Clyde Yorkshire, this wonderful station on Spotify. Now, if you're new to the station, if you're new to the channel, if you're new to the podcast, you may have a little bit of catching up to do, and I'm going to help you with that. We're going to make it easy for you. Guys, greetings. Merry Christmas. I know we got a few weeks, but they're playing Christmas music on 101.1, my favorite station, the classical station. Tonight, we're going to talk about the Bride of Frankenstein, or Frankenstein's wife, or Frankenstein's creation. Now, my thing is, when I break something down, we usually state what's not so obvious, and the name of the monster. Now, if you look up the word monster, depending on what dictionary you use, Black Law's Dictionary, unfortunately, that was a term that was reserved for black people. It was the three-fifths human being, all that other crap. I don't buy into that. Whatever with that, okay? What's interesting to me is, again, how black women have become the poster child for abortions. Obesity. Abortions. And in all those categories, divorce, black women are leading all other groups of women by far. We're not talking about an education like she likes to talk about when she's leading happiness, tranquility. She's not leading in any of those areas. Good health, fitness, she lacks unbelievably. And it's not even close. But... This human source or human resource that the government have created, the Bride of Frankenstein, black women, she's not the way black women used to be. Good mothers, shapely, beautiful, hardworking, great wives, great kitchen skills, cocina, great comida. Now when a man thinks of a good meal, he thinks of a Mexican woman, Spanish lady. Maybe Caribbean or even African. But the last thing that's going to come to your mind when you're thinking of a good wife, and I'm being real with you, is black American women. Now, I've told people why I love white women. I like the way their mothers raise them. I like their sarcasm. I like the perfume, the lotions they choose, the way they're going to live, the clubs they like to go to, the night lounges, the usefulness, the helpfulness. Um... I like, again, I like their sarcasm. I like their psychology. I'm fascinated over the psychology of a white woman. We're going to do that on our next live, the psychology of a white woman. We're going to get into that. Because these chicks are smart, very smart. And as I said before, go down to any Stars game, any TCU game. Good Lord, they be some fine-ass white girls there. It's hard to, to pick one. It's like, damn, which one do I go for? I'm a sucker for the blonde hair, the blue eyes, the nice, pretty lips. And if you give me a white girl with a shape, I don't even want to go to heaven. I just want her. But I love the way that they vibe with black men. We're off of black women. We're not doing that. We're leaving that to Frankenstein, the deep state, the Democratic Party, the left, the liberals. You can have all of them. We don't want them. And they're great women. They're awesome. There's nothing like a black woman. I would choose a black woman uh, in terms of, you know, all of the awesome things they come with over any woman on the planet. Black women is 
black women. But in terms of marriage and relationship, no, I'm not interested in that. In terms of building a family and business, I would not deal with a black woman as far as I can throw them. But everything else, they're just fantastic. There's nothing better than a black woman. Um, so again, I, I got me, and, and I think I'm going to switch it up some nights. I don't know about right now, but I got a cold brew here. I put some gingerbread in it and some oat milk. It was really yummy, delicious. I met a beautiful white girl tonight. She had this cute, I like, see, white girls, you want to know what, what, what turns me on when a white girl wear? You're not going to believe this. Somebody said they panties? No. Nice, cute bra. Eh. That, that's a, you better believe I get turned on, goddammit. But that's not what I'm talking about. I like when white girls wear winter clothes. Those nice, cute winter hats with a little ball up top. Ugh, I'm a sucker for those. Scarves, gloves, maybe some Timberlands, some good fitted blue jeans. Her nice blue eyes and goddamn sarcasm under those clothes. Jesus. And white women, they get they get down with lingerie. I like a woman that likes the lingerie. I like a woman that likes to kiss in the rain. They know how they their psychology is dope, seriously. I, I, I think, seriously, I'm not, I'm not making this up. I think almost 85% of the men that I polled or talked to that was married to a nice white girl, by the way. Oh, by the way, Bren, she was so nice. Baylor girl. Ugh, fine as hell. I like the shoes she was wearing. They were comfortable, casual. White women know how to do it. When they go to the gym, they got the right shit on. When they go chill at Chelsea's Corner, they got the right shit on. When they in the house, walking around the goddamn house, they damn sure got the right shit on. And I think, I think white women will learn to appreciate black men more than white girls. More than black girls. Because, have you noticed white people love black music? They support Lil Wayne, The Temptations, Kodak Black more than the niggas do. Black people support you if it's free. They're going to get something out of it. White people support you because your shit is hot. Whether niggas know it or not, they're going to put some coins behind you. White people will choose a black man or a president of color because of what you're saying, what you believe in, and your integrity. Black people are going to choose your ass because they don't give a damn your ass is black. See, it sounds like that. that's cool, but that's some nigga shit. That's stupid shit. And we offer shit like that. Guys, we are kicking the ass of racism. Welcome to the channel. This is what it sounds like to talk to a black man who is not controlled by the liberal left. This is what it's like to talk to a black man who's not controlled by the media, the deep state, or the matriotic welfare black woman. Not controlled by the chitlin circuit. If you're new to this channel and you want to catch up and you want to find, what, why is he coming at black women like that? Well, I want to remind you, I'm not. See, this is what white people go through when we tell some of the things that happened to us in our past, you feel attacked. And I think so you should because you didn't have a lot to do with the shit that's going on. And young black women were not there for the welfare state. They were not there for the housing project scandal. The affirmative action scandal, the food stamps. But they are the recipients or the recipients of it.
And so when we would say bitch, she would say, I'm not a bitch, your mama's a bitch. Well, if you know where the term come from, then good for you. But I, I'm trying to make a point. Black women did not want to be held responsible for the things that their mothers, black women before them, put black men through. And I get all of that. But it does not hide the fact that black women created this mess. That saw black men incarcerated. The black men didn't magically jump on some UFO and goddamn it all. White women know. That's why this is your station. Jewish women, black, white women, Jewish women. Come on. Hello. Beat the tamarind, baby. I'm going to be good to a white woman. I'm, I'm probably going to get into it. Just like how I met Brent tonight. I'm going to meet me a nice white woman one day. White girl. We're going to get into a conversation. We're probably going to have some tea, some water, some coffee, some cheese, whatever. Some salad. God damn it. Good steak. Well, I don't eat meat anymore, so. And we're going to kick it. Maybe go to wine bar. We're going to catch up and see what we're going to do with America. How are we going to get rid of racism? How are we going to just be who we are? How are we just going to... Do more philanthropy. Give more back to the police. Give well, the police, they got enough, but we, we still should give to our police officers, our troops. We need to give back. Seriously. Philanthropy, I'm big on it. Guys, also check me out. Email me if you want to know more about my philanthropy. Clyde Yorkshire at Gmail. If you know more about the book. And about the charity, philanthropy, charity, Clyde Yorkshire. Just punch in. Charity, Clyde Yorkshire at Gmail. Let me know if you're interested in feeding the homeless. We're helping black men, specifically young black men. We want them off the streets. We want them out of the gangs. We want them to put the guns down, stop shooting each other for a pair of socks. We're giving back to nursing homes. We're helping out the elderly. We're giving back to our troops doing toy drives and food drives. So check me out. Again, that's Charity, Clyde Yorkshire at Gmail. Also, guys, for my latest book, Black Women Rings Around Saturn, Black Women Rings Around Saturn, available on Amazon, Audible, and the Kindle. Sold all around the world. So check us out. We got some cookbooks. Got some salad books. We coming. So tonight we're going to talk a little bit about Frankenstein Bride. The Bride of Frankenstein. We're going to talk about black women a little bit here tonight. And how the state, the deep state, the government, Washington, D.C., just like when they did the reconstruction of the slaves, they did the reconstruction of the black woman. Hello? The reconstruction of the black woman. And I don't like this type of black woman. The average black woman that I meet, my skin crawls. Because I already know who they are. I don't know what, what white women are when I meet them. They're always a mystery to me. One thing I know about when I meet a white woman is I'm gonna get along with her better than black women. I know, now everybody's not perfect, but I know nine out of 10 times, most white women got a clean cooch. They, they take care of their JJ. They go to the gym. Ugh, I God, get my mind out of the gutter. And, and I'm, it's not in a bad gutter, but I'm just thinking about when I be going for the walk on educated trail and I be seeing all them white women, you can just tell that these chicks got their hygiene in order. Because, see, I, I like to go down on a woman. 
a woman of my choice, a good woman, somebody like my sister tonight. See, and, and I'm just using that as an example, so don't freak out. I don't, now looks are deceiving, but I can tell this young lady, Brent, Brent was clean as a whistle. No fleas. But I, I love the grooming. It's very visible. You can see it. A well-groomed person is easy to notice. Someone who's not well-groomed, you can notice that as well. But because I like to make love, I love the smell and I love the artwork of the woman's body. So I use all my senses when I make love, including my tongue or my taste or whatever. If I have any hint that you don't clean your ears, don't matter, your nails, definitely the panties. You don't know how to wash them correctly, soak them. I'm not interested, I lo you lost me, okay? It's not gonna work. But if I know you are clean, like the health department, oh my God. I'll put my tongue in every corner of your body. And I, you, you will love it, trust me. Now, I'm just talking in general, we're not talking about anyone specifically, but I'm telling you how men are, how we think. At least I know how I think. And I love a clean one. My mother was clean. My sisters are very, very clean. My ex, clean as a whistle. That's one thing I love about our relationship. For we had a better part of a decade, or more than a decade. Goods, bads, ugly, uglies. But one thing I love about that girl, always knew how to wash her panties, always kept her pH balanced, hygiene, you know? And I check sometimes, I'm not a freak. I'm a man. I'm sure that she checks and do her little thing too, but sometimes if I'm in the bathroom, you know? Not all the time. It's just random. It just I just I just gotta be in that mood. Pick up the panties and smell them. Oh, sometimes I get hard instantly. I love the smell of a woman's body, especially when it's clean. She's a clean girl. I, smell, I like I like the panties when you take them off. After workout, long day at the job. Ah. Uh. <laughs> what a crazy man. Ain't nothing like a good, 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 good laugh. But I'm just telling you the truth. And I always admire that about her. She's clean. You don't go down there and think, God, there better not be nothing inside this for JJ. I hope no weird smells come out. I might got time for that shit. But it's always a great experience. So let's talk about Frankenstein's wife. So black women... This new black woman is the body. Don't say this to not all black women. Listen, if you see a lot of Asians eating rice, Asians eat rice. I, well, I know one that don't. I don't give a damn what you know. I'm telling you that Asians eat rice, damn it. All right? Stop in any doggone Chinese restaurant if they ain't got nothing else, I guarantee you. A Korean shop, Vietnamese, Cambodian, Thai, they all got rice in there. Guaranteed. Check. Black 
women. It's starting to fade away because it's not working. Black men never liked it. But did you? Could you imagine? These chicks would walk around with bonnets, be in a club with bonnets, the airport. And all of a sudden, there were eyelashes on every young black woman or old black woman. Then there's the hair coloring. What the frick are you chicks doing? Oh, thank God black men are smarter than that to be with these women at this What a terrible trifle severe that we find ourselves under. Look what Frankenstein did. They recreated the black woman. This ain't no Selma black woman. This ain't no black woman under hard times and stress, picking cotton and, you know, went through the whole hardship and she's here. Good, strong woman. These women are out of control. And again, her greatest accomplishment is not being a wife, not being a good black woman, a good mother. It's being the best abortion advocate she could be. Good Lord. Black women are so Christian, so religious, yet they twerk every minute they get. They get an abortion the moment they get. It's like getting a chicken sandwich with black women. Hey, give me one of those, uh, let me see, uh, give me a lot. You know what, give me an abortion. I'll just take an abortion. That's the usual. You guys may not like what I'm saying, but it, tell me when I'm lying and I will stop. Get back to sports or something, you know? Talk about talk some cowboys. By the way, they beat this the devil out of the uh, the Eagles. I love Jerry Jones. We're gonna do a live on Jerry one day. I love Jerry. Jerry's a good man, very smart businessman. I love white men. Smart white men, conservative, family men, hardworking. Always get my vote. Good guys. So guys, how are you doing tonight? Did you go get you a coffee like I said? Are you drinking some hot chocolate? Are you somewhere warm? Are you taking care of yourself? I love you guys. And most of all, I love white women. Welcome to the show. I made a new friend from Parkland. Brent, how you doing? Welcome to the show, girl. I loved your hat, your shoes and stuff. And we were, she was just so talkative. I like her. I hope I can get you on a podcast one day. Gmail me, honey, if you're down for it. You wanna talk, swing an episode? Clyde Yorkshire at Gmail. Clyde Yorkshire at Gmail. She has the flyer. We had a nice little conversation. Look, we were talking. She likes podcasts and things like that. So, you know, works in a hospital. Oh my God, girl. She was slim. Nice shape. Uh, nice weight. I don't know. Maybe she's 115, uh, maybe 125. I don't know. Nice, nice. And don't take this personally. It would have been nice to park that car and take my ass upstairs if that was my fiance and wife. Oh God, I would have. I swear to God, the moment she opened that door, I swear it didn't. Don't get she. She. She'd be okay. She knows it's just a podcast. It's just entertainment. I would have got the moment I got a door. I would have closed the door. She would be looking like, "What are you doing?" I said, "Just you know, my hand. Come here." What? I would have gave her a kiss, big old juicy kiss. I would have got on my knees and said, "Lord." Boy, get up, boy. I said, no, no, excuse me. Lord, thank you. Close your eyes, baby. She knows she's a white woman. She's going to do it. I said, I want to say thank you, Jesus, for this woman right here. Lord, your work cannot be tested. This woman right here, women in general, Lord, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Close your eyes, baby. 
like looking like he's crazy. But I would thank God every time I come in the house and close the door that I got a woman like this. I could have been anywhere. No disrespect. It's like thanking God you was born in America. No disrespect to Africa anywhere else. But shit, we could have been born elsewhere. But the Lord see saw fit for us to be born here. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Guys, I saw something that really made me sad. And I don't want to talk about it, but I'll be brief. There's a man for the last 10 years, he's been homeless with children. And I just drove by tonight. I seen that scene. I wonder what's going on. Anyway, his wife left him and she's homeless and he stay in this one area in North Dallas waiting for her to come back. And unfortunately, she has not come back in years, but he stays here hoping that she would and I think he's commendable he takes his kids to school and he comes right back to the streets and he's here and I don't think he's on drugs either so we got a lot of praying to do this 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 uh, holiday season and a lot of uh, good things that's why I want you to join me on a serious note um, in giving back and seeing what it is you can do um, and also, Brent, if you get a chance, hit me up, man. Look, I'm doing a lot of philanthropy, a lot of good people who don't have time to really kind of come down and, you know, give out turkeys and whatnot. Sometimes, you know, you just got to find what you can do to give back, um, where you can donate or, um, you know, like I said, where you can go to give back. It's, it's, to me, it's, it's extremely important to give back. So, guys, just so you know, I went down to City Hall the other day in Farmer's Branch because I moved in, had a few questions, a couple things I wanted to know about, a couple things I wanted to look up, a couple ordinances. Now, you can tell they're saying right now that that ain't no nigga because black folks don't be going down to no damn City Hall to do anything. And I don't know if that's a compliment. I don't know if that's good or bad. But I got registered. I got my library card. I... Uh, again, try, was looking at what they're doing, what's inside of City Hall, and they got some nice aquatic parks. They have some nice dinosaur places and museums. So I'm getting adjusted in City And uh, I also got to meet some of the police officers in Farmer's Branch. I think I'm going to stay there for a while before we move to Fort Worth, before I get my badass white girl and get my ranch and the rest of my guns and my horses and all kinds of things. Because I'm a farmer. I was born to be a farmer. Oh, you're a writer. You're farming right, too. You know. So, you guys doing okay tonight? Go Cowboys. Go Rangers. Stars. Man, Texas is picking up. The Bride of Frankenstein, which is black women. And basically, just like the Reconstruction of the Slave, and just like Frankenstein, Frankenstein was basically a cut-and-match, cut-and-paste being that they use with spare parts uh, to make a freak of nature. But the funny thing is, just like King Kong and many other shows and cartoons and whatever, The Simpsons, they're subliminals. Um, and I'm not going to get into some of the Frankenstein subliminals. We're talking about the bride of Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Who gave him that name? 
Just think about this. You got to think sometimes when you we talk and think. Now, black women reconstruction really took place during the late 60s. And the it went nuts during the cocaine hippie era. And the real separation from black men came, like I said, in the early 80s, late 70s. Fathers started disappearing. And obviously the government is in the middle of this. And I've never seen so much psychology and so many black women in psychology. So many black women misinformed, miseducated, and misdirected. And their whole accomplishments is in a piece of paper that says, you've graduated. Yet, I've heard black women say this, why can't we ever graduate, be successful academically, and have our man? Don't ask stupid questions. The white man don't want it that way. And that's just a fact. Because if he did, it would happen. The black man wants, white man wants you single, working for him, occasionally giving him a little puss, a little cooch, and, um, you know, working on his job. You know, giving him what he needs. And you go home and make your husband some chitlins and hamburgers, and uh, we're just fine. It's what he wants. I'm not mad at him. I get all of that. But again, that's what he wants. And generally, he gets what he wants. What say you? Guys, we're going to get these phone lines going very shortly. We're going to get our video going. Because we want to engage with you. Now, again, the black American woman is a creation of the deep state of Washington, D.C., of the left, of the liberals. She is a created character. She was not like this originally. She was not wearing a bunch of artificial things. Weaves, wigs, nails, eyelashes, and God knows what. She was not this obese, this angry, this confrontational, without a family, divorced, single. Black women's stats have not done her any favors. Her lifestyle with Frankenstein and the deep state and the Democratic Party have brought her nothing but misery. But yet she can't let the good old party go. She can't. They're connected. They're joined at the hip now. She's in and she can't walk away. So now she's engulfed in Black Lives Matter, LGBTQ issues, and anything that is away from the traditional consistent pattern of an older black woman, meaning generations ago, 20, 30 years ago. We're dealing with a 
cut and paste, controlled puppet master. The good liberal white man is Geppetto, and she is Pinocchio. He's pulling the strings. It's true. And many people have come out now and said, wow, we love what's happening. We love the fact that things are changing in life. Black people are beginning to open their eyes and see how the system is playing them, using them, bullshitting, running us into circles. And they're beginning to see that this is going to and have backfired on the Democrats, on the liberals, on the left. It has backfired. Black folks are waking up all over. And they realized that they have been used, abused, and played. And they want to do something about this. But there is an establishment order that is put into place to keep sassy niggas in their spot, in their place. And they'll go upside your head, bust you in the mouth for talking crazy. This is how they get down. It's real. So the liberal left has, again, a mechanism in place. And they don't take kind to Negroes getting out of line, getting out of whack, getting out of order. They don't do that. You stay in your place. And now get this. Whenever there was a Negro who wasn't doing what the white man said, he would send another Negro to come and undo you, fasten your lip if you will. Now, he's found another interesting way of doing things. He'll get a black woman to undo you with her mouth, with her actions, with her court filings, with her behavior, just refusing to work with a black man refusing to deal with a black man honorably. And he set the law under maritime and admiralty for the feminine species of every other woman to do better than the masculine, except with him. He can't have the white woman rising to the occasion and being the strong one in the the family and running. No, thank you. He don't want to know anything about that. But the black man, you can deal with a disgruntled woman, a created woman, a Frankenstein wife. That's okay for you, but he don't want to deal with that. But he likes to sit back and watch us do it. Because if you can't get your wife together, your woman... 
it's hard to move forward in life. It's hard to have a family. And families, no families, there's no communities. This is real. That's what's going on. Now, again, he's not, by any means, going to allow himself to come under... Now, this is happening to him now. He's losing white women. They, he's, they hemorrhaging. White women are going to black men. And it's just like, oh, well, they're cute in this generation. They play sports. No. I believe God is putting this in their heart. The same way it was put into their heart and their minds, black women, to comply with the white man, the liberal white man. It was put into their hearts and in their minds to rebel, sign up for the food stamps, sign up for the housing projects, sign up for the affirmative action, and sign up with the liberal white man to do his bidding. She was willing to comply with that and thus losing our woman to a virtual fiat Uncle Sam husband who have just left her, yeah, with supposedly her own apartment, her own car, independence. No one in this world is independent. Even in this country, we're still beholden to the deep state, the 1%, the ones in charge. We know that. You know that. We're still stuck. Now, interestingly enough, things are not going to always be that way. Things are changing. The black man is waking up because it took about 30, 40 years for them to put us in this condition. While the fathers was out of the homes, they turned the black women homes into concentration camps, places that educate the young black boys. And this is what was happening. And this is why there's so much feminism with the young black boys. This is why there is so much negativity with the young black boys. This is why there is so much division hate amongst each other because the mothers inculcated that into the boys, into the men. And now the boys, the men, have come under the control of black women and the deep state and the Democratic Party through black women. They used her to do this and to accomplish this. So it's how you get the entire black race on the Democratic Party. Some people wondered, how did, how did that happen? How was it they were able to pull that off? And many people were able now to understand how, just how this happened. See, they didn't know that black women were being controlled. 
They didn't know that, again, by the deep state. This is shocking now for a lot of people. And they say, well, this is all so clever. They thought of all of this, the deep state, 